just like in many occasions indeed I have disappeared for a while once again um, <laughs> for good reason this time um, I've been distracted had people over as um, if you actually listen to all of my episodes um, it's I live in the Netherlands and sometimes um, I have family elsewhere or friends elsewhere and they come and visit me surprise surprise and it's interesting because um, I grew up majority most mostly in uh, Malaysia right so Malaysia Netherlands it's not exactly a mirror <laughs> um, it, it definitely isn't a mirror there's a lot of cultural differences that I've spoken about in many many previous episodes whether that comes from school or family or just everyday living it's interesting how much difference uh, one's culture and government and stuff makes in their lives Uh, there's a lot of pressures from let's just say family that they have different expectations depending on where you're from right um in my university often when you talk about diversity or comparing cultures the biggest comparison is always about um, at least when you talk about culture yeah the biggest comparison is usually collectivistic versus individualistic uh, cultures and most of the time it's western versus asian mindsets or beliefs as you can say and it's interesting how much that affects it's affected by everything else as well so for example where i'm from people often look down on you if you send um elderly people in your family to the uh old folks home the old people house i don't know what you would call it without being offensive uh uh the old folks home it's kind of offensive to send them uh there because they take care of you your whole life and then you just send them to <laughs> Uh, these places and not take care of them yourself whereas in the Netherlands or at least my family it's normal because you have your life and I have mine it doesn't mean I don't care or love uh, you Um, it just means that I have to live my life and you have to live yours and the care is completely different as well because the old folks home in the Netherlands are really nice and they're government funded um, and you don't really have to pay a lot to send your, well, whoever that you uh, want to send to there. And it's normally when, let's say, the older generations, um, the older people want to reach a certain age where you can't, they can't really take care of themselves. They go into these homes. And, yeah, that is uh, interesting because the homes are really nicely done i guess you can say really nicely taken care of the people the nurses everyone is very well trained and they have fantastic uh, facilities 
whereas at least in Malaysia, if you're not paying a crap ton of money and it's not highly privatized, it's pretty bad quality care <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Uh, there is a bit of a disconnect in terms of empathy as well when it comes to yeah just the people <laughs> i'm sure this is going to be offensive for some because they actually some people probably do actually care and that's great but the quality of care all across the board is still very low at least in these houses so it's interesting because the government plays a big role in this um and Netherlands is largely government funded and well taken care of i guess whereas in malaysia that's not the case so you in this sense it's a no brainer that if you send your um the elderly people in your family there then it's going to be pretty crap for them <laughs> But then again, you can't spend a large sum of your life. Well, I guess it really depends on your private circumstances. But if you're in your middle ages and you're just trying to work and take care of your kids, if you have any, and be with your partner, uh, and a large chunk of this is being preoccupied with caring for someone who's severely um unable to do a lot of things it does not mean you do not love or care for them but you have your own life to deal with and you understand and acknowledge that they have their life to deal with and you want them to be as well taken care of as possible i don't know it, it turns into a big um debate in this sense cuz it's hard to say that you want to live your own life um but and not also have this massive massive responsibility of another human right that's why people date get together have kids and stuff then you you put yourself in a position where you are responsible for another human so in that sense if you make yourself responsible for your parents maybe there's up to a discussion with you and your parents because some people have a very clear discussion as to the expectations of these and some people don't and it it hurts after a certain point a certain age where yeah <laughs> if uh it comes down to that decision um but in analysis for example you feel a lot less uh, at least in my family you feel a lot less guilt because they are so well taken care of better than you yourself could ever take care of them because you probably be working and coming home late and being unable to really care for them the way they can be cared for and in these homes they get proper care and they have friends and they have a a life uh, a better life i guess um this is a lot less guilt fueled and you both can live happily in this sense and in Malaysia if you're not in a position to pay a lot of money to these old folks home and you're forced to take care of your 
grandparents or parents and stuff like that and i'm sure there are many households where they're very happily doing this and i'm not saying it's a bad thing at all but those people who are not in this position um and are forced to or let's say they want to live a different life they're looked down on and that's where judgment comes in and you look down on these people who do not want to do this even though they highly care for their parents or the elderly people in their family i'm sure but they want to live their life in let's say a different country they want to migrate they want to study but they are forced to make certain decisions that they may not necessarily like for the sake of these things it could steer your life's direction for a long time or it could be 20 years 40 years um, by the time you do no longer have to care for them you yourself are probably approaching that age that you're getting older and <laughs> you think for yourself if you want to do um, a lot of people who take care of you and your family and go through the same thing you go through may not necessarily be a bad thing Maybe you had a great time and they had a great time. It, it's also um, subjective in that sense. Because you can... I'm saying also, in Netherlands, when you have such good uh, care, let's say, for the older people, obviously it's not like you dump them and leave. My family at least would visit my grandparents very, very, very often and they'll always have a great time together and they th- themselves will express that they're very happy there because they have all their friends and stuff so it it it's very uh subjective to each person right because some people could be very happily in this kind of cycle of um having each generation being taken care of by a previous generation um in the family line at least um and that's great but not everyone has that same uh, expectations. I think also the culture of uh, having your own space and and having family responsibilities, the priorities of these things are very different. I would often go see my family in the islands and I know very much that they care for me and stuff and they express that as well. But they also make it a make big point to say you do what you want when you feel it's right. And I think there's also conversations about this in uh, Crazy Rich Asians. It's a movie, I guess, about Chinese-American and Chinese-Singaporean. I don't even know what you would call that. Uh, Yeah, and the mom basically says that you Americans have always chasing dreams rather than what is in practice uh what a rep uh, oh my gosh always chasing dreams rather than what is practical and what is realistic and i mean that's something the actress says in the movie and to an extent um the individualistic kind of cultures and which is stereotyped to be more westernized cultures as well indeed do have a a larger set of importance based on your individual life course and direction and stuff like this it may not necessarily be a selfish thing because often i see it on um 
I don't know, when I read comments and stuff or if I make discussions with people in terms of these things. There's a lot of uh, pride that goes into that. Or overall, if you want something for yourself, is it selfish or, you know, you only get, I don't know, it, 70 years, 80 years. And to base how how you want to live that life, how much is based on your values of committing most of your life to someone else whether that be family responsibilities or a partner or who knows uh, or both um, or really thinking about what you want and what you want to pursue in your life is it then selfish then in that sense is the majority of the westernized thinking more selfish then that's obviously a very hard to say because then conversely you have asian cultures not all of them but a large sum of them is based highly on family values as well and if you abandon or leave your family then it's highly offensive i once read a comment on a video i think about divorce or something some couple was going through divorce or something about um it was a Western couple. Uh, they were going through a uh, divorce, and the case was um, uh, rather interesting, but it's really nothing crazy. There was a disagreement, and they divorced. And um, they were just talking about the process of that. And I read one of the comments, and I'm pretty sure it was this guy who, based on a profile, seemed like he was um, from a Western country. He, at least uh, based on his profile picture, he seemed white. So um, he basically made a comment saying, "This is why um, Asian countries are better, or Asian couples are better, because they stick through it and they try and come up with a solution rather than easily divorce and divorce and divorce, because Western countries countries have higher rates of divorce as compared to Western uh, Asian countries." Well. Based on my experience and based on um, a lot, a lot of the couples around me growing up um, in Malaysia, right? So a lot of more Asian couples I've witnessed than Western couples. A lot of uh, Malay, Chinese, Indians, like um, these type of uh, people I see more than Western people growing up. And if there was a case where... I mean, there are many couples that I've seen who've stayed together. Yes, it's much lower in their breakup slash divorce rates compared to my family in Netherlands. Um, and also my friends and stuff. In Malaysia, normally, if uh, I have even... <laughs> um, I've seen people who will forcefully stay together just so that you can keep the pride of the family name to say that we do not come from parents who are divorced or um, we have to stay together to save the name of the family even though they are clearly unhappy and do not enjoy their lives and they are staying together purely for the value of the family name and to not dishonor the family and stuff like this right so yeah like on the surface it may seem like there is a very low divorce rate but it doesn't necessarily mean that a lot of the couples um, 
amongst the let's say sample pool population pool are necessarily happy in their relationship because they're staying for the sake of the family name and not staying because they're happy conversely with uh, let's say western couples and the divorce rate is higher it's easier to get divorced and stuff like this unless you're weighed down by let's say not weighed down but uh, let's say religious values plays a large role like death to us part type stuff then you may not divorce because of that but let's say you're a couple that don't really have uh, a lot of religious beliefs and you divorce most of the time the couples are happier because then they have more well they have more opportunity to find a happier relationship am i saying that it's better per se i uh, it depends right because i also believe that those um, couples in asia let's say who stay together for sake of family name and refuse to divorce um, but ultimately uh, let's say do in the end fight through their challenges and stay together they are also even more happier because their relationship is stronger because of that but i also do think that there are people in the western culture for example who just love to marry and marry and marry and get three four marriages and never really settle down or maybe not even settle down but find a happy relationship because they're just jumping marriages so i think there's pros and cons to both sides but i think when you start to argue what is better and what's worse you really need to look deeper rather than just make these these um overheading uh comments such as yeah this is why the asian couples are better because of this but it's more than that it's not that they're better it's you look at what the people value and how much that drives the direction of their lives and their decisions with their couples and stuff and then of course you include kids in the equation and it turns into a whole thing, the whole stay together for the kids thing. I watched a podcast, uh, a clip at least, so it could may not be so true, but there was a discussion basically on how even if you do not like each other anymore, you should not divorce and stay together for the kid, right? Because then if you have this title of a divorced uh, parents, then it's worse for the kid. Um, statistically, kids are are, are um, they suffer let's say less issues later on in life if their parents never divorce, right? But that is uh, the study that a lot of people are basing it on. However, if you look also statistically, is whether they are happily together or not. The parents are happily together or not. It does not make any sense whatsoever if you don't like each other and forcefully stay together you have exhausted all of your options to stay together and you just realize you really just weren't meant to be and you force yourself to stay there you could end up agreeing on an open relationship i don't know or one of you ends up cheating or you just have more open arguments because you just can't seem to find that affection and love that you need from your partner anymore and you can't divorce because you're staying together for a kid that kid is going to end up seeing a very very distorted version of what a relationship should look like 
and that does not help at all and if the the relationship gets um boils over and you get very annoyed and you start fighting all the time children who grows up in household with fighting parents all the time is also not good at all if you've exhausted every possible opportunity to work things out and you realize you just weren't meant to be a kid is much better off seeing their parents in both respective uh, happy relationships if their dad and their mom or both their moms or both their dads or whatever um, are in respective happy relationships much happier than they would have been together and that's a lot better off than just forcefully staying together and making your child uncomfortable at any corner they turn but at least <laughs> in my opinion you should try right that's the important thing if you just easily give up after the first fight and divorce from that, then that's also not helping anyone. It's not any different than if you were a regular couple and you just break up after a fight or two. So, <laughs> um, it's just interesting to think about the um, how much the cultural values that you have wherever you grow up that leaks into so many parts of your uh, life and that's why there's such big comparison comparisons from let's say where uh, collectivistic versus individualistic uh, oh no individualistic cultures and also western versus asian culture stuff like this it's always you need to understand what's really going on behind before you make such general claims sometimes and it's no surprise with studies that come out with all these random statistics to really understand what is the variable that they tested within those studies and not just say it as it is. There's uh, there's a reason why so many people believe uh, vaccinations cause autism because of a study that was retracted. But of course, once it's retracted, no one <laughs> decides to listen anymore and they just believe in the initial uh, study. Uh, which turned out to be just not true and also a study came out saying wine could be good for you chocolate could be good for you and that should be a diet thing but no one talks about how it's like uh, it's recommended to have dark chocolate not alcohol across the board for example so when you want to base things on studies sometimes you really need to look at what variable that they're testing within that as well and not just take things at surface value just really understand or what you're trying to promote, which I think it's a <laughs> big issue these days. Um, so yeah, this is something I learned and realized uh, over my guest visiting <laughs> from um, Malaysia to here, but also just a conversation that's been ongoing for a long time, I think, in many circles and discussions, at least in my university as well. So yeah. Anyways, I hope this has been interesting for you and yeah thank you for welcoming back if you're listening to this uh, um, episode it's been a while i think it's like six weeks or so but yeah we'll see what happens and until next time peace out